ladies and gentlemen, we are, I keep saying we, I am back. I am here. Uh, it is the 22nd of October. It's the 22nd episode. So what I like to do on Tuesday and Wednesdays, uh, if I'm by myself, if I'm lonely, I always pull a movie that um, has some type of significance to me. Usually it's some type of favorite or something I watched with my mom or watched with friends. Just some type of connection and horror. Um, I watch a ton of horror movies uh, with my friends and stuff. So it, that's always a, a no-brainer. So today, I went with a Friday the 13th movie. Uh, I haven't done one yet. Uh, I don't really count Freddy vs. Jason as a Jason film. That was a team-up versus film with both of them. Um, but I realized that I haven't done one of the Friday 13th movies yet. And uh, that kind of made me sad. I didn't realize it, but I know a ton about that series. And I actually appreciate Jason a lot. It's a bad guy. He's quick as hell and quiet. And his kills are ridiculously graphic and stupid. So it's... He's, he's one of my favorites. So I didn't go with the first one because that's Jason's mom. And she's getting revenge on the counselors that uh, caused her kid to die. Well, drown in the lake. And... Further up um, in the series, there are some good ones, but honestly, my favorite, and the the movie where actually Jason becomes the unstoppable zombie that you usually see, uh, is part six. So before part six, he was just a normal dude that could take a lot of damage, kind of like Michael Myers, but Michael Myers doesn't really show emotion when he gets hit. Jason staggers a lot. When he gets hit, and in a lot of the movies before 6, he took a lot of damage. And he would go limp, and that'd be the end of the movie. So, I decided to do a quick little synopsis of the five movies before part 6. And if I'm feeling pretty feisty, I think I'm going to go a little bit further and go all the way up to Jason X. Uh, Jason X is the... It's not the last movie before Friday... I mean, Freddy vs. Jason. It's not the last one that they've made. Uh, they made a remake of the original, I suppose, uh, made by, uh, damn, old dude that did um, Transformers. I can't remember his name, but he's a piece of shit. Uh, he actually did the um, Nightmare on Elm Street remake, I think a year after or before he did the Friday 13th remake, and they both did terrible, and that has been the last version of Freddy and Jason that we've seen in our world. Uh, people have been trying to make a new version of both of them for a while, and hopefully they come out soon. Uh, I enjoy Friday 13th and Nightmare films. It's just this day and age, you have to do more with your films. So if the issues and like the the way it looks are the same, it's not going to get anywhere. But that's a thought for later. So I'm going to do a quick little um, rundown of all the films real quick. I'm not going to drag this out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually gonna drag this out a little bit. So, first movie, Friday Thirteenth. Um, Pamela, Pamela Voorhees. She is swinging on counselors at the camp um, because Jason drowned, and they were busy having sex and not looking at the kids. And so uh, he falls in the lake, and he can't swim, and he drowns. Sorry for the yawns. Um, it's early, and I'm sleepy. <laughs> No, I got some good sleep, but it just it's early, and I'm talking by myself. So, um, 
she gets revenge on them. Uh, you never technically see the killer while all this is going down. Um, they're always off, you know, off the angle, or you just see a hand. Uh, and she kills a fuck ton of counselors. Kevin Bacon gets a uh, an arrow through the throat after having some sexy sex with his girlfriend. Towards the end, Alice, I want to say Alice was the hero uh, in the first one. She uh, decapitates Pamela. And that's the end of it. And so she floats out to the lake in her little boat. And she has this crazy dream that she gets grabbed by this crazy, like, deformed person out of the water she wakes up that didn't happen but that was one of the false finishes of the movie and so that's the end of the first one part two it's uh five years later well take it back there's a tiny little scene at the beginning uh, a couple months later uh alice is out of the hospital still kind of freaking out and she gets jumped by somebody and murdered by with an ice pick and so you find out that jason did not die and he actually saw his mom get decapitated by the counselors. And so he goes back to the camp and he watches over it. And if anyone gets close enough, he's, he's going to kill him. So that's his job. Five years go by. And he's just been watching out for people. And some kids try to open up the camp. That's usually the biggest problem with everything is that they're constantly trying to open up the camp to get more people in, and then, you know, he's there, and he's waiting on him. Uh, in the second movie, Jason does not have the iconic hockey mask. Uh, he has, like, a burlap sack on his head, and uh, he just, he kind of runs, too. He's quick. Nothing really of note in this movie. He's murdering people and stuff. Um, he, so he gets wounded by a machete from the final girl of this film, and he actually escapes at the end. Uh, in part three, kind of reeling from his wounds, he hides at a farm nearby. And he finds the hockey mask because his little burlap sack is gone. He has the hockey mask and he's still murdering people close by and he gets back to the camp. Uh, in this one, he is, quotation mark, killed by an axe to the head. Uh, this dude, Jason, takes a ton of hits. <laughs> he... he he takes a lot, but uh, in part four. So the original idea was they wanted to get past Jason as the bad guy after a while. The movies were doing great, but they wanted to set it up so it was just a like an anthology of scary stories. Kind of like with, um, what was it? Like Halloween. They did two with Michael Myers, and after that, um, they wanted to make... Like the third one was about like weird masks that possessed people and stuff. They wanted to get past just that one bad guy. They didn't want to... Get to the point where they're making 50 of the same guy. They did do it. But, so final chapter, it was going to be the last one. It was going to be done after that. Jason was going to die. So, uh, it's one day later. And Jason, um, let me see. I think he's in the morgue. They take the body to the morgue because they say, well, he's dead. He wakes up because no one cuts the head off. That's how you get rid of things in this world. In this film, there's Tommy Jarvis. He's a little kid. I want to say it was uh, Corey Feldman. Not Haim. Corey Feldman's the dark-haired one. Uh, Corey Feldman played Tommy. And um, at the end of the movie, Jason... Um, let me see. Is it this one? Yeah. Uh, Jason's sneaking up on the last chick. And they, they fight him off. And then Tommy actually kills him. He chops him up with a machete. And 
what they were going for was that Tommy is slowly going crazy and he's going to be the next Jason. And they play with this angle in um, the next movie. So once again, they only do so much and then they build up to the next person. So part five was called A New Beginning. It is like the legit worst one. I remember watching this uh, when I was going through them and I was so bored with this one. Okay. So there is a Jason. It pops back up. Tommy, at this point, I want to say he's like a teenager. And um, he, it's so dumb. Uh, there's a Jason running around and murdering people like always. And you find out at the end, there's an ambulance driver. His name was Roy. And uh, his kid gets killed by somebody at this like crazy house for kids. And so he puts on the mask and loses it and he's getting revenge. And so they built this movie to be like the start of a new trilogy with other people being Jason and passing the mantle. It didn't work. And this one was fucking terrible and no one liked it because they wanted to see Jason. They've seen Jason so long, they wanted to get back to it. Um, so part six, that's where we are. It took this long to get to this movie, but uh, in part six, Jason is dead, dead. He was human, and he's dead in the ground. Tommy Jarvis, at this point, I want to say he's like maybe 25, 26. Uh, he's driving with his little nerd friend, and they're going back to the cemetery. Uh, Tommy has been waiting on this day. I guess he gets out of a little crazy house, and he decides that he is going to go, uh, I guess, chop up. Oh, he's going to cremate Jason's body because he's buried, but he's like, that's not enough for me. So they get there, they dig up Jason's body, and he's a big old buff kid. And then he kind of loses it, and he starts just attacking Jason with whatever he has. He's beating up this dead body, and he grabs this metal, like, fencing from the cemetery, like a giant pole, and he's stabbing the body, he's just fucking it up. And he leaves this, the metal pole in the body, and he gets out, because he's going to burn the, the corpse with um, this gasoline he brought. And so, like what happens in horror movies, right place, right time, lightning strikes the metal pole. Jason's body becomes reanimated <laughs> by lightning. Yeah, they kind of took a Frankenstein angle with it, and lightning brings him back to life. So now, at this point, Jason is not human anymore. He is super strong, uh, and I guess can heal from things, or just physical stuff doesn't hurt him as much anymore. Uh, you can still knock him down, um, blunt objects will put him down, but nothing hurts him anymore. And so, Jason wakes up, gets out of the hole, kills his nerdy friend, and Tommy realizes that he fucked up and brought Jason back. And um, the first 10 minutes of part 6, I have to say, is probably the best intro to any uh, Jason movie. Probably Freddy vs. Jason is it's up there in intros, but it, it was amazing. The music's awesome. And then when Jason wakes up, they do a, a zoom in on his eye, and then they actually pull a um, James Bond. So in the beginning of all the James Bond films, uh, you have whoever's playing Bond at that time do this, like, walk, and then they turn and they shoot because somebody's, like, watching them. And the blood drops down, and they bing da ding ding and that person dies, and that's how the beginning of it works. They do this with Jason. Jason's walking the same way. He turns, and he slices with his machete, 
and then blood covers the screen. <laughs> it's so legit. I remember watching this as a kid, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like, Jason's the coolest. Um, but yeah, I watched, out of all of them, I had to say probably six. This one, I've watched the fucking most. Part six is so fucking good. So, I'll be back to part six. But, uh, part seven. So, um, the original idea they were going to do was uh, Jason versus Carrie. Um, a lot of people love the Carrie movie, so they were like, let's set it up so there's a girl... And she has these psychic powers, and she fights Jason. So at the end of the sixth movie, Jason is officially detained in a certain way. I'll get to that. Um, this little girl at the camp, she wakes him up, and he gets out, and he's murdering people once again. He's chasing her down. And at the end of the seventh film, she puts him back where he was. Hooray. So part eight, um, it has a special place in my heart. Uh, it has my favorite kill of all time in it, and it's the first Jason movie where he goes on vacation. Um, <laughs> yeah, part eight, Far From Home. Uh, it's actually called Jason Takes Manhattan. So, uh, one year later, after part seven, um, there is a school cruise going from Camp Crystal Lake, and they're heading toward New York. And so... Underwater cables come loose, and they shock the body of Jason awake. And so, once again, he's back alive. And he sneaks onto the boat because he sees kids playing and dancing and having sex. And that just fucking makes him mad. So he gets on the boat, and he is straight murdering the fuck out of people. Um, so he gets to Manhattan finally, and they get off the boat. And he's chasing the kids down. And so he ends up on a rooftop. Uh, my favorite character black dude named Julius, he ends up on a rooftop with Jason. He's like a boxing champ. And so he goes to work on Jason's body. He's punching left, right hooks. And he realizes that he can knock Jason off this building that they're on top of. And he gets him all the way to the edge. And Julius is worn out. His hands are bleeding because he's been punching like a fucking brick wall for a couple of minutes. And Jason pulls his fist back and just hooks him in the face and his head comes off. The best kill ever. Um, there are a ton of kills in these movies. At least, what, 10 people die in every movie. But the one with Julius, because I was rooting for the kid. I wanted him to knock him off so bad. <laughs> but Jason can't die like that. That'd be too cool. After part eight, oh, he actually dies in the movie. Um, the Toxic Waste gets swept through the sewers of New York. And they go underground. And Jason gets melted by the toxic waste. It's, it was weird at the end of that one. Um, the next movie, Jason Goes to Hell. Um, it's like three years later after... Five? Three or five years later. Um, after Jason takes Manhattan. And apparently he's made it back to the camp. Uh, the FBI, F FBI has been investigating Jason. Because he's just been fucking people up for years now. Um, and they set up a really hot girl naked hot girl, um, to be at the camp, and Jason pops out like, I hear boobies flapping in the wind, and Jason's chasing her down, and lo and behold, you find out that she's a, she's a fucking officer, pulls out fucking guns, and they light them up, these FBI agents come out of nowhere, and it's at least like 50 of them, and they fuck Jason up, uh, one dude pulls out an RPG, I believe, or a grenade, and they blow his body up, he's officially dead dead, and so, let me see, oh yeah, 
they take the body to like this morgue and the guy in charge is like checking the body out but for some dumb reason jason's heart is still whole and for some reason that makes him strong or uh, it the guy eats the heart and so the heart's in his body and jason is now in that guy's body it's the damnedest thing and so um this movie it's not technically jason Voorhees's normal giant body anymore it's he jumps into other people's bodies and stuff and so it was really dumb it did not do good because people just want to see jason and they want to see Jason's giant frame killing people. Um, the only cool thing about this movie is, well, he gets stabbed by this demonic dagger. It kind of looks like the dagger from Evil Dead. And they send him back to hell. At the end of the movie, uh, this dog unearths, like, digs up Jason's mask that's, like, was stuck in the dirt. You hear laughing. Freddy's music hits. Freddy's claw comes out, grabs the mask, and drags it back under so, this was supposed to be the precursor to Freddy vs. Jason way back in the day. And it didn't pan out, as we all know. And it took, like, another decade for that movie to get going. So, that was their idea. Uh, in 2000 and... Ooh, I can't remember when Jason X came out. I want to say I was still in high school. Uh, Jason X. Uh, it's, it's... Well, the film is supposed to take place in 2010. So, at that point, still future. Um... This scientific company finds Jason's body. He's still been murdering people for years. They find his body and they're experimenting on it because they want to find out how he can heal his like cellular, cellular growth. They're trying to figure out how he can do what he does. Uh, he breaks free like always. He can't lock a fucking zombie down. Uh, he's murdering all these people. This one scientist successfully freezes him he gets murdered in the process but jason is officially stuck he they trapped him like 400 years go by <laughs> and he gets unfrozen it's the for real future and so he goes back to murdering because that's what he's good at um this android successfully fucks him up because you know she's a robot and he's just a big old pile of meat and this machine, sadly, um, upgrades his body with, like, all this biomechanical stuff. And so now he's a giant robot zombie android thing. It, it's really stupid. Jason X was so horrible. Uh, now he's murdering people with a cool robot body. And he dies. Uh, they're out in space. And he dies. He burns up in the atmosphere. And that's the end of Jason. Uh, subsequently, uh, it seems like... After part, like, seven, the movies just started getting poopier and poopier. They kind of ran out of good ideas. But uh, the first six, six or seven, uh, did great financially. And then they didn't start getting, like, making double, triple, quadruple of what it cost to make it until, like, Freddy vs. Jason. Um, all the movies financially made a profit, but it was, like, 15 million. You know, nothing crazy, but it was enough that the... You know, pr production companies like, well, I mean, we made our money, so fuck it, let's make another one. So, sadly, that's where the Jason films went. But, with part six, if you haven't seen part six, watch it, please. Um, so, Tommy Jarvis is freaking out, and he runs back to the police station. He's telling them, hey, hey, Jason's alive, and blah, 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 and they think he's fucking crazy. Because, realistically, 
if someone runs to the police station and says like, hey, Jason's alive and I killed him and I dug up his body and all this bullshit, that's really stupid. So <laughs> um, they trap him and Jason just proceeds to murder anybody that gets in his fucking face. Um, he kills a lot of people. This movie's weird because um, I don't actually think there were any boobs in this film. No, no. Um, it's odd. They went with a cleaner look. Uh, still graphic kills, but um, they still showed that anybody that had sex, they died at least within five minutes of them having sex. But uh, yeah, no boobs in this one. So that was weird. Still graphic enough to get a rated R. <laughs> you don't need titties to, you know, get that. So Jason makes it back to the camp. You know, home sweet fucking home. They open the camp back up again, because that's what you do. And they have kids. Uh, so part six was the first one to actually have kids at the camp. Um, usually it was counselors trying to get the camp to open back up. And them cleaning it up, and then Jason finds him and he murders him. But this one actually had kids there. And so later on, Jason uh, makes it back to the camp that night. Uh, he's real good at getting distracted. He'll be walking a certain way and he hears a sound. He's like, oh, okay, I'm going to kill you. So he makes it back to the camp and there's a scene where uh, he makes it into the um, the bunks of the kids. And he's standing over a kid that sees him. And uh, she closes her eyes and she's praying. And Jason looks at her and he kind of walks off. Um, so we watched uh, Halloween 2018. And there's a scene where he chokes out a kid. And it's more of he needed the car that the kid was in. Not that he was maliciously aiming for the child. But uh, out of the the, the big three, uh, Freddy would probably kill a kid. But he likes the teenagers. Um, that was kind of the thing. They didn't kill kids. Michael Myers didn't care about the little ones. He wanted the older guys that were having sex and stuff. Um, but Jason, um, as far as I've seen, he has not killed a little kid. He doesn't care about them. He wants the ones that are showing their boobies off and dancing and laughing. For some reason, he hates joy and boobs. So Tommy Jarvis, he figures out a plan. Um, he realizes that Jason is weak, apparently. Uh, wherever he died, that's his weakness. And so he realizes that water is his weakness, which they bring up in Freddy vs. Jason. No, years after this, at least 15 years later. And so he gets a big old rock, ties a chain to it, and he's going to wrap the chain around uh, Jason's head and drown him in the water. So while all of this has happened, um, the girl that he's with, her dad is a sheriff. In the whole movie, the sheriff is like, Tommy Jarvis, I know you're the bad guy and you're a piece of shit and, and all this stuff. He makes it to the camp. He sees all the kids are in trouble. He sees a lot of dead bodies. And uh, this kill is probably my favorite kill in this movie. Um, he's got a shotgun, and Jason pops up right in his face, pulls up his machete, and the music is queued up just right. So it's like, what am I? And he catches him right in the chest with the shotgun. Jason goes down, and he's like, huh, that wasn't hard. And then Jason raises himself up. The music hits again, and the, the sheriff shoots like four shells into him. Every time he gets back up, Pops him again, and Jason goes down, and he raises up real quick. And the sheriff's like, oh, shit, and runs away. So now they're in the forest, and he's hiding from him. And um, his daughter's yelling for the, her dad because she sees his cop car there. And so 
realizing that Jason's going to go after the girl and, you know, he doesn't want his daughter to die, jumps on Jason's back and proceeds to swing on him. He's doing pretty good. But uh, if this was before turning to zombie Jason, he probably would have had a way better chance at this. Jason grabs him and bends him backward like a book. You know how you, you read a book too long and it's all stretched out? Or like a magazine or something. You stretch it like the wrong way. <laughs> uh, he does this with uh, the sheriff. He bends him fucking backwards. And snaps him. And the sheriff is like well I'll be quiet now. And so. Uh, Jason walks into the water. At this point. Uh, Tommy. Tommy's yelling really bad insults at Jason. He calls him a pussy. And a maggot head. And a chicken. And that's all you really got to do to get Jason to actually let someone go he had the girl's head in his hands he was gonna crush her head but at, you know he hears chicken from across the lake and jason's like i'll be back for you bitch i'm getting that dude walks into the water uh him and tommy scrap it out in the lake tommy successfully gets the chain around jason's neck dumps the rock in the water so jason's drowning at this point uh but tommy doesn't come out of the water and so the girl jumps in after him and realizes that um, Tommy's kind of drowned. And Jason's down there still grabbing at people. Um, so she turns on the propeller to the boat. And the propeller is just chopping up Jason's neck. And finally it snaps it, I guess. Because he kind of does a hard, like, uh, you know in Thriller? When they're doing the dance when uh, Michael Jackson fakes that he hasn't been a monster the whole time. And the girl's like, oh my god. And then, you know, she he scares her by doing a dance number with the zombies. You know, like... Like, right at the beginning of the dance, they do that, like, next snap. It's like, boom, boom, do, 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 snap, do, do. So he, he does that. He does a thriller snap to the to the left. And uh, he's dead, I guess. Uh, he's gone for all intents and purposes in this movie. He's gone forever. Um, drags out Tommy, wakes him up with CPR, and hooray, it's over. Jason's dead. Uh, yeah, so it's a shame with Jason movies, there's not a lot, like, story-wise and progress. Um, the movies are kind of to the point. Either Jason wakes up, or he's already around. He murders people that are doing it. And then they find a way to stop him. And that's really it. Uh, not, Friday the 13th films are really to the point. They don't fuck around with a lot of stuff. They're great to watch. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it, really good date movie stuff. You know, if you want to go see a movie with somebody and they're scared and like, ah, I can't believe it. And, you know, it's a good one. But part six is my fucking favorite. Uh, honestly, for the intro and the ending. The So in the next one, like I was saying, uh, the girl wakes him up in the water. And at the end of the seventh film, she gets him back in the water and wraps the chain around his neck. So once again... Uh, that seems to be the most effective way to get rid of Jason, kind of um, in the Superman uh, continuity. Um, there's a bad guy named Doomsday. And so Doomsday was the first villain to actually put Superman down and kills him. Well, quotation mark kills him. He goes into like this Kryptonian coma. But for all intents and purposes, Superman's dead for a while. So when Doomsday, he gets defeated later. But then you find out Doomsday, his power is, whenever he dies, he reincarnates impervious to what killed him. So at the beginning, you know, cops are shooting his body up and he goes down. They're like, hey, we killed him. He gets up. Now he's bulletproof. 
Then they burn the body. And then now he wakes up. And now he's fireproof. So Superman's rocking his rocking this dude. And at the point when he gets to Superman, he's already super buff and super impervious to a lot of things. Because um, he actually goes on a warpath across America before Superman can get there. And a ton of heroes try to fight him first. And I want to say Supergirl gets knocked at least halfway across America and lands somewhere. And Superman gets to her and he's like, what happened? She's like, KO. (laughs) And so he gets to Doomsday and nothing can stop him at this point because he's just a big old zombie monster. So, um, yeah, it's, it's always cool to see like a bad guy like Jason and like unstoppable people. So with Doomsday, the best way that people get rid of him is to put him in some ship or trap him and send him off. Um, a lot of the time, that's what they have to do to get rid of Doomsday. And Superman knows this. He'll fly him into space and just dump him into the sun or throw him away. And he's like, he's gone for now. Um, a lot of people do that. They just get rid of him. He's like, that's not our fucking problem anymore, man. Godspeed to whoever gets him. And then Doomsday hops his ass back and he's like round three dickhead but um yeah with jason it's the same way you honestly cannot kill him the people don't have the right equipment to take him out so getting rid of him or trapping him somewhere is your best bet and so they bring up that idea in part six and seven uh he gets melted in manhattan or he gets blown up and freddy goes that jason goes to hell so i guess you can blow him up if you got the right shit on you but uh Yes, this movie's amazing, and I had a great time with it, and uh, let me see, seven word synopsis, um, let me see, uh, don't beat up corpses when it's storming, yeah, yeah, or leave that dead body alone, Tommy Jarvis, yeah, um, let me see, in this movie, a ton of white people die, <laughs> um, one black chick was in it. She got yanked up and beheaded. So the kill count, the minority kill count, we're up to, what is it, 16 now? 16. Damn, what a shame. Um, MKC, 16. I'll put that in a note somewhere. Yeah, this movie's great. If you haven't seen it, give it a shot. Um, let me see. Jason. I think Jason's already on the field somewhere. But this is like zombie Jason. Like fresh, smelling like ass and... But Jason came out of the grave. Um, I'll put him on the side. If other Jason gets blown up, and then we'll put this one in. But I think that other Jason is actually stronger. And, like, fought off a karate Freddy Krueger. So, (laughs) I'd rather have that one. Because that one seems to be a a hard ass. So, um, yeah, that's all I got for... Oh, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So... This movie, the budget was three million bucks. It did pretty good back in uh, '86, October, August. I'm gonna say October, August first, 1986. So I was almost ready to be born. Um, the box office it made 19.5 million. So like I said, these films they're pretty cheap. I mean, the setting is woods, and you need a couple of cabins and just a big old bag of blood, and Honestly, that's it. So, uh, like I said, these movies make money. They don't make a lot of money, but they make what they need to get another one going. But, um, yeah, this movie's great. So, uh, 
give it a shot. Like I said, this is like my seventh time saying it. Watch it. So, uh, like I said, on Tuesday and Wednesdays, I usually um, do like memory stuff. I'm probably going to watch another one to catch up. I don't, can't remember if this week is busy. But we're rounding the last corner, guys. There's like going to be nine more of these. Uh, Terrell, my buddy Terrell gets here on the 25th. So in three days. And um, so we'll have a special guest on the last movies of this series. And then after that, um, it'll continue. Uh, probably a little bit less than a movie a day. It'll probably be different movies and stuff. But I'll try to make a playlist of just scary stuff. And if there's anything new, then it'll be in its own little playlist. Uh, I gotta figure out how to do that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, guys. Thanks for listening. And I love you. And uh, I'll see you very soon. I'm gonna watch another scary movie. Um, so what I usually do before I leave. Uh, what I usually do is watch the movie. Then I review it. And while I'm reviewing it, usually I'll put the movie back on. And so if something pops up and I, if I remember I didn't talk about it, then I'll bring it up. But what I actually did this time, because watching Night of the Living Dead last night, uh, it made me miss Returning, Return of the Living Dead, which is the ultimate reality version. And it's fucking great. <laughs> and fun fact, Tommy Jarvis in part six was the lead in Return of the Living Dead. And so I'm watching it now and watching the zombies be indestructible and eat people and stuff. So it's great. Give that movie a shot. So, like I said, I'll be back very soon, and you guys have a great day. Okay, bye-bye.